0: you're not my man you're not my man you're a
1: genius what is good everybody it is your host john d contradiction with reckless dwr with another whose man's live so as usual feel free to attack us in the comments all that good stuff and you know for the youtube stuff when we post this like subscribe all that shit that gets algorithms going all the shit that's just reminding me that I gotta start posting stuff on YouTube with a picture of my face and the outline and big words because that's just the culture now it's fucking weird but mm-hmm. either way we got a dope guest on hard worker getting his raps on you know he's got, yeah. a review for, he got a review from us
2: and he's just out here man we truly appreciate it introduce yourself sir what's up y'all my name is what's real Bay Area MC uh, yeah. Hip Hop therapist of BRL yeah just happy to be here hey that's what we like to
1: hear man that's what we like to hear i'm gonna put the regular screen i'm gonna even us out but yeah yo one just off rip just to start i appreciate you jumping on here chopping it up with us it's always dope for me like i appreciate these because it's always good to just hear from other artists you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. i've been in the game a long time we've all seen the game we watch the game as it goes mainstream underground and all that but you never really get to hear from like the underground or the middle ground or even the mainstream that well unless it's some you know tmz type bullshit so again appreciate you jumping in on here man for real absolutely happy to be here. no doubt no doubt so let's start off with the very beginning some
0: humble beginnings tell us how you first got into
2: music Oh, uh, you know got into music uh really just trying it out you know i remember the first time like i, I Try to write a rhyme like I was in a science class and we, it was just like, uh I think it was like eighth grade and it was just an assignment and I just got done really fast. I never really thought about being a rap before and that kind of sparked the idea. You know, I just like go home and like think about like not even think about like raps. I would just literally just think about words that rhyme in my head like as I was like, mm-hmm. went to bed and then you know i started trying to mess around with it i remember the first rap roll rap i was like this makes no sense This is complete trash and then you know i just kind of worked <laughs> on a little bit there and there again until like i felt confident enough to like show it to my friend to a friend and then he was like all right it's kind of cool so you know kind of stuck with it for a minute it was mostly just kind of hobby just kind of fucking around and then uh it wasn't until i joined like brl Beast times of life uh non- hip-hop therapy non-profit to work for now as a participant that really kind of anchored in my love and understanding for hip-hop and really propelled me to uh kind of get to where i'm at today that's dope man. that's that's kind of like the love to it like
1: the love for it too you know what i'm saying a lot of people you always find something and once it pulls you in like it's it's very hard to not want to you know dive right into that shit like writing like a lot of people start off like i started off with poetry you start off with something you're like oh this sounds kind of cool and then when you start working on it cleaning it up then you're like oh maybe you could go on a beat it's endless you know what i'm saying but then it opens up that door you know then you start learning about different styles then you learn about different areas that have different styles and then you you know you dive into the elements and you know b-boying is always going to be dope <laughs> shit like that always it's always like dude's just uh, someone could do a regular ass flip and i'm like oh shit i'm
2: just i'm just so enthralled like oh, it's that's, cr- so, that's something i've always kind of wanted to get into is learn how to break that like you know it's just, <laughs> it's just, it's, but it's, i can't, it's,
0: can't do a you know what i'm saying strong.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they struggle as fuck, man That shit's crazy but it's, man,
1: it's like it's amazing
0: yeah and i can imagine getting started like in a uh, science class because all those big words you learn in that class and shit you could probably you know trying to rhyme those words that's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you try to tackle those on or you're just oh like, i
2: mean in the science class no nah, i think it was like basic i feel like it was probably just like basic words like i don't even remember what words i was like rhyming but it was like you know pretty like basic words but yeah i mean i'm obviously like now like i definitely like try to take on challenging words but, like even when I was going on bar today, like I was just trying to think of like words that I haven't rapped with before, and just you know, kind mm. of lay it out.
0: It's cool exercise to do, you know.
1: That old school, like Eminem, you know, me- memorizing the fucking dictionary, or <laughs> you, you know, know you're on my hands, <laughs> that rock, just fucking knowing every word known to
0: mankind. <laughs> <laughs> the <That laughs> <Read> dictionary, <laughs> and shit. Yeah. And, yeah. Hmm. How do you set on your rap name? What's real?
2: Uh. When I started doing rap, you know, like I was young and I knew I was kind of impressionable. So I knew that it might be tempting for me to rap about things that necessarily weren't pertaining to my life. Um, You know, like, and a lot of the hip hop that I was listening to was, you know, like a lot of gangster rap and a lot of street life. And I was like, well, that's not really relevant or reflective of my life. And I, I couldn't really find at the time, like, you know, so when I was listening to hip hop, I was listening to a lot of mainstream. I hadn't really gotten fully into like the underground scene and a lot of the uh, a lot of the other like subgenres within hip hop. So mm-hmm. uh, without having a lot of blueprints to kind of reflect and rap about life uh, the way that I wanted to, um, you know, I knew that I had to find something or find a name that kind of would hold me accountable. So any time that I like try to deviate from the path that was like reflective of my mm-hmm. life, I, it kind of pull me back and be like nah. Can't do that because I'm something something real. So I knew real needed to be part of the name. Oh. Um, so then one day, just kind of. Actually, I was like doing the online poker game, and somehow it just kind of clicked. I was like, "What's my username be?" Oh, and yeah. I was like, "What's hey. real?
1: Hey. That should be my name too." Oh, okay. <laughs> Hey, that's a way to do it, man. I mean, it's 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 a name too that like it gets people thinking too. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if someone listens to you, they think of the name and all that type of stuff. Because you know. Like I said, we're going to get to that too later. But like, in when I reviewed you, it's like, yo, the pen is there. So like the messages you had, you had a lot of messages and it kind of fits that, you know, even if it is something you had built up on a poker yeah. game, you know, it's something that yeah. fits. It's kind of, it, it fits that message. It fits currently now. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it fits what's going on. Cause it's like, what is real, you know, what's real and what's not, you know what I'm saying? That's really yeah. what it comes down to. But that's, it's, it's a clean name. It's clean. It looks clean. The spelling looks good. I'd be giving people a hard yeah. If it's a terrible spell name, or well, guys, <laughs> I be getting get some ready. numbers in the name or some shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was a pet peeve of yours. <laughs> so, so tell us about your musical influences. So, what, well, who inspired you? You know, like
2: you know, musically to get into music. You know, what's uh, uh Man, people inspired me. I mean, we were just talking about them Like Kid Cudi inspired me a lot. Like. Like, listening to Man of the Moon, I was like, oh, shit. Like, I understand my life more now. Like, holy fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah, album, would do I, was like, would do I was like, man, he just, like, tried to do everything that I've been struggling to do with hip-hop. I was just like, how the <laughs> fuck did he do that? Like, that album changed me a lot. Uh, a lot I listened to a lot of, like, old-school rappers in the beginning, too. Like, uh, Illmatic. Uh, Rakim was super influential in the beginning. Um, my mom also, like when i was like buying records like i had one of those like strict parents so like even when i was like a teenager i couldn't buy an album unless it had P- uh, if it had parental advisory so like one of the first like albums i went out and buy was uh, was uh, from Ella Cool J it was like i forget the the name of the album It was back in the the headstrong era so i bought that album that was one of the first albums so LL Cool J was super influential like i was like trying to do like a lot of love songs cuz i didn't really know how to rap about my life yet um so I was. was super influential. Uh, Jay Z's been influential. Mac Miller's been super influential. Yeah, those, those are kind of like the pillars. <laughs>
0: That's dope. You're hearing the music, you know, what I'm saying some of those influences and shit. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's good to have that
1: kind of direction. I mean, it's good to, especially like with Cudi and like it's it's definitely range because you got Mac Miller, you got you know the, the 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 stoner kid who's just trying to hang out, but he's super artistic. Then you got Jay Z. Yeah the businessman chooses his words very wisely and correctly. But then you got Cuddy who pretty much made people who didn't really know how to sing, learn how to harmonize. <laughs> you know <what> I mean, it's dope influences to have because like those are building blocks to like a lot of people hate on the new school and they say that we hate on the new school, but we really don't. It's just, we wouldn't have this new school uh, without all those pillars, without all those building blocks to make right. these, these quote unquote like perfect sounds sonically and all that shit. So it's just like our biggest issue is like just pay homage, just yeah, a little
0: bit. some respect, you know, Put some, give some flowers. As
1: yeah. a- or you didn't invent the wheel, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's all uh, it is. Gotta, gotta give respect to the
2: pioneers. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so it's just
0: only like when they die, they start like giving them like appreciation. Like, oh, rest in peace. I remember when I first heard so and so.
2: You got to give people the flowers are still around. Yeah, while well, they can smell them. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, hearing all this influence, uh, how would you describe your style? Like, you know, when someone wants to tell oh, what kind of music you make? What's your style? What's the sound?
2: Uh, my style I really go for is, you know, being introspective, being uh, self reflective, and being relatable. You know, I try to write about my experience about uh, a lot about like, you know, definitely about mental health, about love relationships, and just about life in general in a way that's like unique to me, but also relatable to others. Um, You know, definitely taking in a lot of that old school element in terms of the flow and in terms of uh, certain cadences, but, you know, also like, you know, trying to mold it into something new that's accessible and, you know, kind of Kind of has a little bounce and still feels like it's you know catchy for uh people to kind of hook on so yeah. Sure, yeah for sure
1: yeah i mean it's a, it's a good way to do it it's a it's a good way to incorporate different things and also kind of leave your stamp on it you know what i'm saying like it, it's it's a good way to kind of have that kind of feel and still be you while getting your message across you know what i'm saying because there's nothing wrong with getting a message across but also being like hey this this message was built (laughs) by this this is what this is where where it is like this is the final product
2: type thing i feel Uh, like my 1st time kind of encapsulated is like wisdom wit attitude like you know the wisdom there's the message there there's there's wit you know you gotta you know you gotta be a little witty a little bit of cleverness a little bit of you know Gotta a get, lot. Yeah, definitely got to get some humor in there, but, you know, still got a little bit of attitude. Still got to, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: it's hard to deliver a message, you know, and having people, like, listen to the message and, you know, really soak it in. You got to find a way to really make them, you know, get engaged. Like, oh, all right, for sure. Well, I like the song and the message, you know.
1: Oh, shit. Shout out to the Spit Club. He just said was good, man. He wanted to say oh,
2: what's hey, good? what's going on? <laughs> 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 Five hey. Years.
1: hey, hey. Let's pick so, up good dude. <laughs> no oh, producer. Good dude.
0: <laughs> uh, so talk to us about the dark out you just released. You know what I'm saying? Like how was the process of
2: making that project? Uh man. The process was crazy. Uh it's definitely something I've it's something like I really just held for a while. It's something it's the most time, energy, and thought I really put into a project in terms of um, you know. It being my first, or what I consider my first conceptual album. um, Really trying to make a stamp of what I wanted my direction to be as an artist. And kind of, you know, for a while, I was just kind of like making music to make music. And, you know, when I had the songs done, you know, put a title on it, release it as an album. But this is one of my first albums where I really wanted to explore more sonically, lyrically, uh, topically. Um and really encapsulate, you know, the, the last two years, but also taking the direction of mental health and all the societal issues that were kind of going on within the last few years. And, you know, still maintaining within that, you know, wisdom, elements of wisdom with, and attitude um, and kind of going into, you know, darker places sonically and darker places for myself uh, mentally, being able to to relay those messages, being able to have like a full, you know full circle moment and really try to make something that you know would have like a lasting impression like i was really going for that like classic feel for this album like i was really trying to push something and push myself to make what i felt was the best thing i could make at the time
0: that's dope bro and yeah. uh and like what uh inspired like the 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 cover you know what i'm saying Cause i know you talked about the dark album it seemed like it was yeah, like yeah. you know kind of representative is can you speak on that a little
2: yeah, so the Dark Album cover kind of came um, as I was, you know, trying to think of what I wanted the cover to be. Because I had the the name for a while, and, you know, I kind of messed around with different ideas. Oh, maybe I'll do a yin and yang type of situation. I was like, ah, oh, it feels kind of played out. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I was kind of sitting on it for a while. And... And then I kind of had the, the notion that, you know, oh, like, the you know, the Great Wave, maybe there's a way that I can incorporate that. And the more that I studied the Great Wave and, and the meaning behind it, the more I just knew that it was it was too aligned for me not to use it, you know, um, mm-hmm. from, you know, the story of the artist going through everything that he went through um, from like making that uh, out of uh, that piece of art like in his like, I think what like 70s or 80s from all the like the things that he went through in the trials and tribulations. Um, he got shocked and he got like struck by lightning um, yeah. and had to relearn how to paint. So he didn't actually has a, a painted that when he was like 70, 80, he like lost his daughter. He lost his uh, he lost his wife. Um, you know, it's also Japanese American influence. Um, and I'm, you know, part Japanese and obviously was uh, American, but, uh, and then also what the painting represented, the painting was representing, you know, when I researched it, it was talking about, it's this uh, sense of impending doom and not really knowing what's to happen next. Um, so to me, that kind of very much reflected where I was at in my life and then also reflected uh the times you know the sense of covid the sense of what was going on with trump like there was so much things when i started the album that just seemed to very perfectly align like there's a lot coming on we don't know what's gonna happen next and hopefully we can just ride this wave
1: yeah, yeah. oh yeah that shit was i mean it was uh, you know you, you you touched up on a lot of different things you know what i'm saying like and that's yeah. you can just tell a lot of this was written during the pandemic times because you had time to sit and think and um, you know, I know you know the review got what it got, but just to be real, you know, yeah. artist to artist, straight up, my thing with that with the project was, I felt like you put so much into uh, there was a lot the writing was a lot in the writing production I thought you had a really great ear for production, but the thing that for me is once certain artists hit a certain level where I'm like, oh, they can fucking write, yeah. then I tough on you you know what i'm saying then i start to be like nah now i'm gonna start nitpicking you know what i'm saying because it's lyricists like you 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 got a you got a certain power you know what i'm saying and the shit you you can say shit that certain people can't like a lot of people don't know how to be lyrical and also know how to be musical and don't know how to do certain things but also to add a message to that like that's a powerful thing like that's a tough fucking thing so for me it's like yo when you have that kind of power it's like Now I'm putting it on you, and it's just my personal thing. You know, it's just my personal preference. I'm putting it on you where it's like, yo, I need you to deliver these in a way that everybody really needs to fucking soak this up. You know what I'm saying? And it's just. You know what I'm saying? and But, like, real shit, like, you you had the content there. Like, I can hear you sitting, like, yo, I'm fucking sick of the news. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm sick of this terrible shit happening on the news, bro. Like, we're all sitting in here depressed as fuck watching Tiger King, and the news is just not getting better. You know what I'm wow. saying? I could feel that frustration. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, yo, you had that in there. And then you had the yeah. production, and it's like, yo, you're trying to deliver something that's not the beats weren't like fucking coming at you they were chill and it's just yeah. like all right i'm gonna deliver this message i'm not gonna come at you i'm not gonna bark this message at you i'm gonna just deliver it to you i'm gonna talk to you about it so there's a lot of good things that go on there but you know personally i just i'm gonna come at you more aggressive because i'm like bro i
2: know you i know you got
1: that power you know what i'm saying
2: and that's oh, just good yeah and like you know to, to be real too like i like I sat back on this album for a while. Like I wanted to make it sooner, but like i sat on it back for a while because like I was scared to put it out. Like I was scared to, you know, I was almost scared to work on this album because I knew of the weight of it and I knew like, yeah, I was almost tabby. like you know. Sometimes we get scared of our own potential and scared of our yeah. own of our own greatness. And I was for a while, you know, kind of like. So I had to like kind of sit with it for a while until I was just like, nope, go time. We just needed to get this pen to paper and make this music happen. But yeah. yeah, I think that's also what like kind of kept me from having a more keen ear to just like, the, you know, certain processes and, you know, yeah. name names, but the, you know, mixing could have been. Oh, I, mean, <laughs> I get it. it. Yo, it's hard to put out a fun. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's the thing with people too.
1: It's like, yo, it's hard to put out a project. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a yeah. lot that goes into it. You start, it, it, like, the project is like, oh, I got a dope idea. I'm going to start doing yeah. this. Picking beats, but then it turns into like, yo. You start hating yourself. Then you start judging. Then you, you know what I'm saying. Then it shit gets tedious. Then you hit a point where it's like, all right, I've been sitting on this too long. Do I even yeah. like this song anymore? Does it fit the times? Like to put out a project is a fucking, it's a tough, it's a job. It
0: really is, man. Especially when your song starts to sound old to you. You know, no, no one turned it before it's gonna be fresh to everyone else, but to you, you've to you, yeah you, start yeah, you. Right
1: yeah but like yeah i definitely get that shit like it's it's tough and then to work on it's the pressure too like we all you know we all we all artists to have that pressure of like yo we're sitting in a pandemic (laughs) and everybody's probably sitting at home writing music and you're like i'm about to write music too but then to have that feeling like yo i didn't even drop nothing during this fucking pandemic it's so (laughs) you know you just you drowning yourself you know what i'm saying like i see the cover the big ass wave it's just me yelling at myself about to fucking
2: drown me you know it's like It's heavy, you know what I'm saying. It's very heavy. It's heavy shit. Yeah, and I know I was like tackling, you know, a lot more deeper topics and topics, and going into like a lot of sounds, topics, and just you know, um, experimenting. You know, this album was a lot more experimental in the sounds, but also in like my voice and styles. Mm -hmm. That you know, so with all that, I was like, you know, that that also like brought in a lot of anxieties. Like, how are the people gonna take like all these styles? Am, Am I really? You know, all these sounds sound good. I don't know. I feel like they do, but we'll, I'm not gonna know till I put it out. So, club. There we go.
1: We got him. We got this. We got an elder head to upgrade on his phone, man. We know it's stressful to download new apps. <laughs>
0: I was getting on Discord, man? I was fucking like an old man trying to figure it out. Yeah, it
1: yeah,
2: I'm, yeah. Thing, I, I've only been on there a few times. Like man. Discord. I'm feel to know the technology. Wow.
1: <laughs> technology's
2: the future though that's the thing That's oh, no.
1: the digital age <laughs> makes or breaks people bro if you learn how to fuck with the internet man you could do a lot <laughs>
0: that's right so Ooh, let's talk about more, more on the album so which song were you most proud of or which one was your most favorite track on the whole project
2: man i don't know some i think it's just kind of the mood you know there's <laughs> I worked so hard on like each individual song. Like, I really tried to make it so like every song was a great song. Like I wasn't trying to be like, oh, this song's gonna take off or this song. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to you though, like which song that you hear on there where you're like, oh, this this a banger. I
1: don't give a fuck what nobody thinks. This is you like bump that shit over and over. Like which song in there did you like love love? Whether you told people or not, you're like this is my shit on here.
2: I think maybe just in terms of this absolute just being prideful of just okay. in general, it's probably uh hello darkness. Like I really like, you know, I had a rough draft of that early on, you know, I shared it with people. I was getting some kind of like reaction, but I wasn't getting the reaction I wanted. But I was like, nah, I gotta go hard on this intro. Like I gotta like bar out of control. I gotta like really go for it. So I stripped that all the way. I kept like a few bars that I really messed with, and then went back to the drum board and yeah just really try to push myself on that one and the, and the reactions i've got the times that i've like performed that live like this showing me like yeah like this is like you know like i really and even just like when i was like with the producer or the in you know in the booth uh i was in the booth with Tope, who actually produced the beat as well shout out to Tope. um I was like, man, I think I snapped on this. And then like I remember just like going through the whole thing, like, all I don't even know how many bars it is 50, 60, 70 bars. And he was just like, Well, goddamn. <laughs> like, I, was, I nice. never get a reaction out of him. Uh, he's always like, Oh, you want to do it again? That was the first time I ever got a reaction without him. So I was like, All right, that's a big, right. big, big That's right. a win. Right. Right?
1: <laughs> that's fire. I wanted to ask, um, on the album, and this is just out of pure curiosity. Yeah. How did, How'd you not... Did you get killed by whatever label owns that don't stop sample? (laughs) I was Uh, like, no way. (laughs) I was like, no way. thousand
2: emails coming after him. Like, we need money now. (laughs) Never found out yet. (laughs) Nah, Curtis uh, Curtis King made that be out. Hopefully he cleared the sample. I didn't ask. (laughs) sample. Fingers crossed, but yeah. That
1: sample was literally the song of like two summers in new york when rick ross dropped that what you working with that sample was fucking. that's all we heard yeah you know, like that's all we heard for years so that song is a mega hit so i'm like a sample off of that even though it's not from that but like that song took it to that level bro yeah. i was worried i was like yo how you get this <laughs> yeah. i've
2: been sitting on that beat for a minute so yeah I'm, I'm glad we were able to make it work for this project yeah yeah for real Spit Club, dropping some nice words. I don't know if you saw. I oh, got on Spit Club. Thank you, man. Yeah, I've been Dang. knowing him for a minute. Probably like, what, five, seven years? Sheesh. He's a good dude, man. Good dude. Yeah, solid dude. <laughs> solid dude. Yeah, he's yeah, always man. showing nothing
0: but love. Yeah, shout out to Spit Club. Yeah, were you in a Cypher? I saw the message says something about a Cypher. Were you ever in a Cypher? Before? Yeah, I mean, I
2: don't know if I knew him from the Cypher. Like, uh, I know, I feel like I might have known him through one of, one of the mutual homies. But, yeah, we used to go to... uh uh, one of the ways that I, like, really started to get more known in the scene is uh, ROTC, uh, Return of the Cypher. Um, it used to be this weekly Sunday event out over in the Boom Boom Room. Um, they have a live band. They have a host. And, you know, people just jump up on stage one minute at a time. You drop a verse. You drop a freestyle. You know, you drop whatever you want. And then, you know, time's up. You go back in the line. You go again. And that had been going on for five, six years until the pandemic, so, you know, that's...
1: That's a shame, man. That's such a dope thing to have to be fucking ruined by the pandemic. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love Good cypher. I love a good gathering. We used to have this thing out here where it was like every Wednesday at this venue that I like absolutely loved. I played all of my like my band's first shows there, my hip hop first show there. And they used to do things Wednesday. And it was always just to showcase new Long Island artists, new Long Island artists. And like the pandemic killed that. And it's like, God damn. You know what I'm saying? Like such a dope little, those little small, like those little movements that you get to watch like from the ground up start to grow are always fucking dope. And like that shit that like, that shit that the kids need, bro. They don't need to be going to shows pilled out. You know, you save that for adulthood. Yeah. <laughs> young, you gotta find a scene to latch on to. You know, you do drugs later when life actually gets hard, you know? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, um,
1: I noticed you do like a lot of like mental health stuff,
0: including on Mondays, you do a live a month mental I was a mental health Mondays. You know, how did you mm-hmm. get started to do that stuff on online?
2: You know. As I was increasing writing about mental health, like within my lyrics, you know, it occurred to me that, you know, I just wanted to kind of make them more of my brand and kind of put them more into the forefront of what I was known for. And also, you know, find ways to reach out to other people and, you know, talk people through their own mental health issues and see what was going on in the community and see how I could be of service, uh, you know, imparting my knowledge from, you know, uh, having that partially be part of my uh, college degree to my like, you know, like, 10 years of experience doing hip-hop therapy and, you know, gaining all the knowledge I've gained in psychology and, you know, uh, mental health and wanting to be able to impart that and also wanting to grow and grow that knowledge. So, you know, Mental Health Monday has been great and, you know, we pick, like, a different topic, like, every week. Um, we'll try to, like, each watch uh, we'll watch, like, the same videos. So we kind of have the same basis of knowledge and then try to expand on that. So, it's been really good in a way to you know, try to help other people and also help myself in trying to further my knowledge within mental health. That's and I was funny. also kind of like looking for like a kind of a transitional, um, you know, uh, aspect because I just kind of stopped doing what's so hot. I was doing uh, this like interview series that was based off of Hot Ones, or you know, uh, me and my camera man, Taste Nate, would go interview some of the homies that was you know dropping projects, and we go. Try to find like the place had the spiciest food, and you know, just have a conversation over some some really hot shit, and you know, <laughs> and try to do interviews that way. So after that kind of started to sizzle out after the pandemic, I was like, all right, let me go find something else to do.
1: Yeah, that's that's a dope concept. I actually definitely want to check that out. I'm a big fan of that type of stuff. I like to I I write heavily about like mental health stuff because you know this just this shit that nobody talks about. So I'm I'm definitely always down to. Watch and see, you know, other things based off it. But it's also something that I think that like just people in general need that, you know, but like from a realistic level, not just like I'm going to throw a Facebook status up and whoever comments right. means you creepy DM, I'm going to talk to them. But like just people, I think one of the most important things about that is like hearing someone actually talk about it not like yeah. a post, po- not like a you know a news article not some like you know fucking vh1 series but actually hearing a real person talk about some shit and like it could be someone you know we see someone and we automatically assume stuff about them but to hear real <laughs> shit come out their mouth is like you know i think that you, it's priceless you know what i'm saying that's dope i definitely want to check that
2: out. yeah host uh every um or try to at least every monday uh 7 p.m. Civic Standard Time. Oh um, yeah, <laughs> 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 Civic Standard Time on IG Live with Jane. The message. Um, we go from like seven to seven thirty, give or take. Um, and yeah, it's been you know, I'm, i am had my own experiences with depression, going to therapy. Like since I was like a kid to teenagehood to adulthood. So you know, I'll talk about that experience. Of so, found a new therapist now does uh, sliding scale therapy. So I try to offer, you know, those services and try to offer resources for people that are looking for resources. It's like $20 and up for people that are looking for individual therapy for an affordable price. Cause I feel like that is one of the barriers for a lot of people to seek therapeutic yeah. services is the price this is fucking insane. Yeah. Um, and then Jane's really good at being able to talk to people about her experience with autism, you know, being someone that is autistic and, you know, being able to impart all of her knowledge uh, of autism um and, and those types of resources
1: so that's joke. that's dope as fuck yeah when we um when
2: we wrap this up later we we need links and all sorts of shit yeah, like that. i got you i got you yeah i actually have a, a link in my bio if you click on ig at what's real the hopper on ig um there is a tab that has mental health resources it has the link to spotting skill therapy um okay. it has resources of books videos um so you know we're not only just trying to talk about it on the site, but also trying to offer resources for people that are looking. And and if anybody yeah. wants a resource that isn't up there, please let me know and we'll try to add it there. Yeah, that's,
1: I mean, that's a big thing. Like just coming from, you know, just coming from like my childhood, being a black man growing up in this world, but growing up in hip hop, like you, one, you're not gonna tell a black people, we're like, oh, we don't, we don't do therapy. We don't do that shit. But now imagine trying to tell a hip hopper that as double the, you know, double the defiance. And it's just dope to, you know, to be a part of like that kind of outlet, this kind of outlet where, Hey, you might catch some, you know, the, the hip hop fan who's like, Oh, you know, maybe, you know, maybe this is someone that I can listen to someone that I low key trust. So fuck it. You know what I'm saying? So that's a, that's a, honestly, there's no better way to get it around it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, there's there's no way to get that.
2: you know. That's also like, you know, the reason that, you know, for, for the nonprofit that work for Beast Farms of Life, you know, we pair clinicians with artists to provide therapeutic services while going in, you know, writing hip hop. And, you know, they get the therapeutic aspects through like the hip hop that they make, but also like we have clinicians there to like really also be able to provide like a clinical lens and combine those two different worlds um, to make it more culturally congruent since, you know, there is still such a stigma, even though it mm-hmm. is being decreased within hip hop, there still is a stigma within hip hop and through a lot of cultures.
0: No, hats off to you, bro. That's a dope thing you're doing for a lot of people. It's really much needed. I wish more artists would do the same deal, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to this kind of topic that need to be talked about
2: more. Yeah, that's amazing.
0: So uh, what would you say is your main goal in music?
2: Man, uh, I would love to, you know, be able to make a living off of music. You know, I don't want to be like... Crazy famous, because I feel like a lot of people, they're crazy famous, become crazy. <laughs> you know, I feel like <laughs> mental health, talking about mental health, I feel like it's really hard to be famous and have a sustainable mental health. Like, I feel like those worlds don't clash really or like, you know, blend very well most of the time. So, like, I just want to be able to make a living off music. I would love to, you know, be able to travel. Um, you know, I, I used to tour a lot uh, back in, you know, a few years ago. Um, I've kind of slowed down a little a lot on that, especially with the pandemic and with other things going on, you know, just taking more hours of my job. But, you know, being able to travel, being able to promote mental health and, you know, um, being able to make an impact. Like, I would love to be able to really. Pro- provide the experience that was provided by, you know, we talked about earlier provide the experience that was provided by me, by Kid Cudi's Man on the Moon, like Man on the Moon, like helped me understand my life and emotions in ways that I didn't understand yet. So yes. to be, if I can provide that to somebody else, I, w- I would be completely satisfied and I would be like, you know, job well done and hang up the Jersey after that. There you go. There
0: you go. That's a good school, man. You know what I'm saying? You'll get there and shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? Just keep at it. And, uh, what, what's your top five fair rappers?
1: This question gets everybody fucked up.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah so I love asking this question. No, no, no.
2: It's so, really uh, question. I'll
0: never stop asking this question. <laughs> <laughs> Don't try to stop. It's, it's,
2: it feels like a question you get asked all the time, but it's always a question I'm never ready for. <laughs> like, ready for I mean, I'm kind of ready,
1: but even then, I get kind of like. <laughs> I think the confusion <laughs> is it's like there's a difference between like top five, like favorite and then like top five influential and then yeah. like top mm-hmm. five punchline. You know what I'm saying? There's, yeah. there's, so much, there's
2: so many fucking ways. So to like have to just do top five period. It, yeah. Cause know? I have like a five shot, top five, like lyricists, top five, like, you know, songwriters. I got my top five objectionable, you know, objective list. Uh, I'm just going to go off personal. So it's top five. Okay. personal is <laughs> not what I think are objectionably the best but these are the top five like that you fuck yeah. with the fuck. Yeah. yeah Um uh Nas and Jay just straight off the back like those are two that I go back and forth with when people ask my favorite it's always back and forth between Nas and Jay those are the top two uh, here we go I'm gonna say Kanye I'm gonna put Kanye on the board Kanye, um, yeah, like made a <laughs> And just like musicality and the way he's just like been yeah. able to progress. Like he's been very influential and someone I, I still rock with a lot. As crazy as he is in real life, like his music still like, you know, holds a lot of weight for me. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's hard to really get Cuddy up there too. Like, you know, I've kind of like been back and forth between like the man on the moon and, you know, he kind of had like a phase in between, but uh, as much as, yeah man in the moon album and kid, you know kids see ghosts like that 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 too like it was such an influential project reborn just alone is such an amazing song mm-hmm. um and now i'm gonna close with mac miller all, all right, right. Mac miller. swimming was yeah swimming is also like one of my favorite albums now so Swimming grew on me when uh, it first swimming came out. Was like, oh, uh, it's all right. Mac but, Miller grew on me. Like, when I heard Mac Miller first, I think it's because he grew. It's like, Mac was Miller was very much kind of like a frat rapper in the beginning. And, like, I heard the first thing I heard from him was Donald Trump. Trump and I was like, okay, like, he's cool.
1: Oh, like no, he's cool. I didn't rock with him until someone was like, uh, I used to not like his old stuff. Like, party on Fifth Ave and all that. I was like, oh, all right, I'm over it. But somebody was just like, "Yo, listen to MacaDeli," and I was like, "All right." And then I listened to it, and I was like, "Oh, he's turning into this." And I think everything after that was like bangers, like you know, movies with the sound off was bang. And then that's the one I started with that made me like him. The three am what was it? The whatever the A M one, banger. Like, and I was like, "Man, this dude. We watched this dude turn into a like a fucking artist." Yeah, Yeah. his (laughs)
2: evolution. Like, he's he's never been wack but he's always been he went from <laughs> cool to just like growing with each album like he just constantly yeah. got better his evolution has been amazing to see what yeah him. and his
0: shows are dope too he had a good ass show i went
1: to put yeah, on a show. i've seen him a couple times and it's every time i've seen him it like got better and it's just like yeah he his evolution i've never
2: seen him real sad i've never seen it <sighs> what's the best shows that you've seen what's the best shows that you've seen like five like live hip-hop show
1: Oh, like shows. Yeah, a live hip hop show. Oh, live hip hop show for me. That's tough because I have the best. I have the best set I've ever seen. And as far as an artist who puts on the best show, so the best show I think all in general that I think I've uh, as an artist, I think Tech Nine puts on the best live show. Mm, he's crazy as hell. You get to see maybe a titty or two, and he's just chopping, and the lights are going with him, and it's just it's exciting. Yeah. And it's fun. juggalos okay. are a scary, so you got that aspect too because they're just they're weird but that's what it is but as far as like the best like live set i've ever seen in my life so fucking um and all my new york fans gonna hate me for this but uh there used to be this huge festival back in the days. um i want to say it was rock the bells and it was always old school hip-hop heads and and here (laughs) new headline and he did doggy style front to back And it was fucking incredible. It was the best I've ever seen in my life. Not only did he sound perfect, he was interacting with the crowd. He bought a 40 ounce off someone. He had Warren G and all the features on a fucking bench in the back, just drinking and hanging out. And he had little small, like fucking changes that kind of showed you that he was really out here doing it. But like that, like remixes like murder was the case, had an extended intro and a beat switch up and like, it just had these little small, but they were like treats, like changes to the the record that like, you know, I know by heart and it was flawless, bro. Like I've never seen anybody just sound that perfect. It was, it was insane. And I was like right in front. I
2: was, like, it blew my mind. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the best yeah. I've ever seen. I can, I can thousand percent. See that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. he, he killed.
0: Was him. Were always dope. I saw when he was well, when they thought he was alive twice, he made dope action every single time. He had a whole set just for him on his own set. That
1: was fucking dope. Yeah, Snoop put put us on a great live show. And I've seen and like and I've seen a lot. I've seen like my heroes, you know. I've yeah. seen big guys and I've seen Nas. I saw Nas do Illmatic front to back, and it didn't even uh-huh. match. It didn't even touch like how yeah. clean Snoop's was, but it was dope. Okay.
2: Like <laughs> that, that's that's my that's the best show I've ever seen is seeing Niles do all, all of Illmatic front to back. Fox. He was at the Fox fire. Theater in Oakland, like five, yeah. He was I, I think it was oh, like yes. 30, 30, 30 year that. anniversary or something. He was yeah, like right, yeah. the documentary going on. Yeah, it was same probably the same thing. Yeah. Yep, same yeah, thing. That, we, yeah, best show I've ever seen. I've seen Big Daddy Kane, I've seen Rock I've seen a lot of like you no, know, a lot of my favorites too. But yeah. I saw
1: Rock Him and Eric B so you know as a long as a proud long islander they did a show they did a comeback together after their. it was it was a couple years ago you know yeah. squad. and they did you know eric beef for president like and i in my glory and it was at this venue that i don't love out here it's got shit sound but it's a great looking venue but it's got a huge brick fucking ceiling and wall so the sound is garbage but seeing them, like, squash their beef and perform. I was like, I'm like, bro, I'm more proud of Long Island than ever before, bro. I'm Like, I'm going to fight someone if they say they're not from Long Island when I leave this venue. <laughs> but it was a good time, you know?
0: Hell yeah. Hell yeah what about you yeah. Can I ask that question for you too, sir? Oh, <laughs> fucking. I was actually going to say the same deal. Fucking rock the bells in, uh, in, uh, what was it? In, uh, uh not Cupertino. It was in, uh, what, what was it I at the shoreline? What's, what's that city called? Fucking, uh. Mountain View? Mountain View, yes. Yeah. The Shoreline Mountain View. I fucking went uh, it was Bone Thugs with uh easy hologram. We had DJ My Yellow do the DJ set. Oh yeah, hologram Jam.
2: experience. Yeah, I gotta see the hologram it's so
0: fucking real. My dude. Man. Even the shit on the video on YouTube does not compare to what I saw. That shit was some blue hit. I don't know what the fuck they did <laughs> to bring him back for a fucking set, but that was insane. I actually had to bring this shit around. Like, uh-oh. <laughs> you know, but that was a cool ass concert. They also had like Immortal Technique, Tech Nine was there, fucking uh,
1: Juicy J with 3 Six. It was wow. an incredible concert, man. That was great, man. I don't know why. I think Nas had like his, uh, he had like, I remember seeing a long, weird hip hop fact because I'm a Nas fan. But when like the him and Khalees thing was happening and they like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. the divorce, Rock the Bells was listed as like one of his assets. But yeah, that was just a great thing that like, I wish they kept going. Like, there was the year Wu yeah. Tang headline and like model oh, yeah. and fucking um, oh, i saw that one too <laughs> i'm so yeah. sad i am not so gonna <laughs> lie. I missed all of them but i'm really oh, sad one year fucking tribe did midnight marauders front to back it was insane <laughs> <laughs> must around came out for his features fucking <laughs> crazy
0: yeah it was fucking crazy fucking krs1 was there fucking hell of people it was fucking insane. <laughs>
1: it's insane insane man
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what's next after this project brother what do you got
2: next in the works uh, you know, I'm trying to uh, build up the deluxe version. I'm trying to uh, nice deluxe. So my songs like remaster, or you know, songs that I have remastered, get you know, get get the get the volume up and get everything worked out from from the old tracks. And I got like three. I'm trying to like probably like three or four tracks on there. Um, I debuted one of them, a uh, my birthday show called Kanye Loves Kanye about like loving a girl more than Kanye loves Kanye and yo that one went really well so i'm probably gonna drop that as a single like in the next few uh next few months and hopefully drop the the deluxe version around the same time so really excited about that i also got a music video for hello darkness uh dropping uh not this wednesday but next wednesday so two 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 february 2nd nice (laughs) um so Shout out to Noby for uh Noble Cinema for the music video. And then yeah, other than that, I'm trying to work on like, you know, some smaller EPs, you know, just as you said, like these projects take a lot. So I'm trying to scale back a little bit and then also work on uh the light album on the side. So that's gonna be the you know the nice. next nice. site. are so gonna you know, make a light album. I really want to like a lot more of like just fun music, like more of just like a vibe. Still, you know, lyrical, still have the message, but like you know, just kind of make fun music for people to just kind of vibe to. So that's what I'm yeah, trying to work on for the So I've been writing for that for a while, but you need to get back into that. spend a minute.
1: Yeah. Nice, man. That's, that's a dope. That's a dope outline. I mean, it's good too. like, I mean, it's not good that, you know, the pandemic is still kind of fucking here, but it's I good. Did, um, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not good but it's like at least on a music release scheduling plan there's yeah. you know you can you can go light and like release a little bit here and there because there's no you know you don't know if like when show shows are gonna start happening so you just put out whatever shit that you're like yo i'm never gonna perform this <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> I'm do a song where i'm chopping for 60 seconds straight without breathing i'm never gonna perform this live i'm just gonna put this out you can do whatever the fuck you yeah. want it you know exactly <laughs> so anything
0: else you want to add to the people out there at all brother
2: yeah I just want to you know shout out to Beast strongs of Life make sure you follow Hip Hop Therapy on Instagram follow me on IG what's real the hopper Um, look out for Mental Health Mondays every Monday on IG Live 7pm Pacific Standard Time Um look out for the music video drop in February 2nd Hello Darkness Nice and yeah, on that, just want to appreciate y'all for having me. Hey,
1: no doubt, man. Yo, this was. Dope. I always gotta. I do have one question. I want to start. Oh, yeah, to go end. for it. Go for it. Yeah, just end
2: with the question. Let's do it.
1: So, hmm. just because I gotta ask, because you know, we 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 cause a lot of trouble, you know, with the brand and all that. But what do you think of the page? What do you think of the review system and uh, and the whole thing? You could be as honest as you want. You could hate it. You can love it. Don't hold back, man. You know, because I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> it's process. You about to say? Yeah. I'm <laughs> fuck y'all.
2: No, I mean like. She was
0: like, "Green stamp, goddammit. it."
2: <laughs> no, I, I, th- I think it's like, I think th- there are elements of that are good. I think you know, you know, it's kind of like, ah, fuck with this. No, I don't fuck with this. It's like very like yes or no kind of situation. Um, it's kind of like a very like pass feel type of situation. You know. I think that you know it's kind of is what it is, I think, <laughs> you know. It, it's a, but it's it's all about what y'all trying to put out there. Um, mm-hmm. So I think I think I can just like tell because like rem- I remember like the rating system. Like after you get to a certain point, it's just like after you get after like bad past okay, it's like it's like how bad is this? Like I fell asleep <laughs> to it. As long as the trash can, you should mm-hmm. quit mapping. I'm like, damn, this is brutal. Like. But that's what it that seems like what y'all going for. So like, you know, that's what y'all going for, and y'all accomplishing that. So it's it's all <laughs> about what y'all trying to put out there into the world. That's fair.
1: I, I you know I like to find out like I like to see what different artists think about it because it's like, you know, I like to let people know. I started the whole thing because of just you know, my time in music, I've had fucking, I've gotten ripped apart. I've gotten praise. I've gotten all sorts of things. And it's always hit me that like the only time I ever really was like, yo, I'm about to go crazy is when someone was like, nah, that shit was whack. And then it always stepped me up. So I was like, you know what? I always liked the, the, the thought of like the fucking, you know, you just get better through that bullshit. You just want to fucking go crazy. And I never really wanted it to be like, yo, impress us but I do just want to piss some people off to see them. Go, <laughs> you know, I want to see them go crazy. Like we've had some people, you know, we reviewed and they've been, you know, we, I would literally be like, Oh, this is hot shit. And then they'd come out and I'd be like, Oh shit. Like they just told me to shut the fuck up on a whole song. Like they went crazy. Like they snapped. So it's good to see that. And I think, I don't know. I, I feel like I want to be like the, just the, the small gateway into like, yo, if you want to get famous, you want to do this or whatever. Like, you need to, you need this realism. <laughs> you know, sometimes you need someone to just be a little honest so you know that it exists. So you're not blindsided by like, if, cause if a label hits somebody with some shit like that, their day is, their life is ruined essentially. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, I figure we're gonna do some music heads, get a bunch of, you know, I got a bunch of hip hop heads. All of us can write, all of us can rap, we all can make music. Just be like, hey, we're gonna keep it honest with the music. We're gonna make it very about us. We're not gonna do the, Oh, let's play the game for everybody. We're going to say, this is what I like. And this is the review. And just keep it very real. Like, you know, just keep it a buck. Because that's what I would want from someone, you know, looking at my music. You know what I'm saying? I want someone, if they want to fuck with something, tell me. And it's not necessarily so I could be like, oh, I'm going to impress them. But it's going to make me think, like, I could probably do this. Or maybe I I don't need to. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of the... What kind of
2: the energy History we has through? a lot of yeah. brutal honesty in it it's like you know if, yeah. if you're not ready for yeah, it you're gonna get you're gonna get surprised yeah. when it starts coming yeah. so like yeah so like yeah. that gives me more of like an understanding where y'all are coming from or where yeah. you're coming from and like you know that's why i wanted to clear it with you you know what i'm saying yeah, like, i appreciate that
1: i wanted to let you know like where i was coming from fully on there you know i talked about it on the episode too but i was like yo there's a certain, like, I get a certain way when I listen to stuff. Like, if I'm listening to something I tell people and it goes full ignorant, I'm just like, I fuck with it, because they didn't try to impress me. They just went fucking full crazy. But if someone's trying to teach me a lesson, like, I want I want that lesson. Like, I want, you know, I'm going to be hard on them type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially, let's bring it to the therapy thing. I'm, I'm going to go to a therapist. I'm going to give him a hard time before I open up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to test <laughs> where his head's at, you know? But I just think it's, you know, a small thing but i think certain people might need it you know because if it's like we're, we're giving someone a, a at minimum a bad review with some jokes in it but that's going to be nothing compared to tmz trying to ruin your whole character kill your brand kill your streams and all sorts of shit like that so it's like yo, what we're doing you know we're just trying to be like hey heat check you know but it's always good to see what people think about it you know what i'm saying <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely
2: absolutely
0: yeah, well appreciate you being part of the, the interview brother you know what i'm saying coming through you know chop your with just real quick you know what i'm saying
1: yeah this was fucking dope man so again shoot me those links and all that up and that all that good stuff and um yeah man let us know when the next stuff is dropping the one thing that i do always let everybody know is if i reviewed your stuff anything you put out next the next reviewer does it so everybody gets to you know, so it's not like double dipping and then you get different ears on it. Everybody has different tastes. I get yelled at all the time for liking certain shit and not liking shit during the fucking recaps. But yeah, shoot us those links and yo, keep in touch man. I really fuck with this Monday shit. Like even if you got to send me like the one of those messages when it's live and all that shit, you go for it, bro. Like I'm down. Oh, man. I'm, I'm with it. I'm definitely definitely interested and anything I could do to help out. Let me know. I appreciate that a lot, man. Thank you. Let people know
2: where to follow you and all that good stuff. Yeah, follow me on IG, What's Real The Hopper, W-A-T-Z-R-E-A-L, The Hopper. Um, that's Instagram, Twitter. Um, subscribe to my YouTube channel, music video dropping Wednesday, February 2nd. Make sure you subscribe. Follow me on Spotify. You know, hopefully there will be some new some music on there soon. Stream the Dark album. Check out my last three projects. You know, I've got uh, three other before that. Um, but yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Yo, again, this is real, man. You have a
1: good one, man. Peace out. And everybody, thanks for joining up. Peace out to y'all. Y'all enjoy yourselves. Do whatever y'all do at night. Whatever weird shit y'all get into. (laughs)
0: know what it is, but do it.
1: (laughs) I don't want to know, but do it. Peace. (laughs)